This is the podcast for May 27th, 2011. It's not safe for work. Recorded live from the Callista Gingrich Credit Default Swap Vault at Tiffany's, it's The Professional Left with Drift Glass and Blue Gal. We want to start off by thanking Adam Klugman yes, we do. again for having us yeah. on his show last weekend. Thank you very much, Adam. Uh, he is baby. Yeah. <laughs> he is on Mad as Hell in America. Adam is on the air on AM six twenty KPOJ Saturdays from three to six Pacific time. Uh, real progressive radio there. So mm-hmm. be sure to listen either online or he, I don't think he's doing iTunes at the moment. He he had a few. Episodes on iTunes, and then I don't know if he's podcasting or what's happening with that. But it has a real experimental feel to it. Well, it's just way. he's just getting started, and so he's yeah. he's making lots of changes and really fine tuning the show as he goes along. And I think I think his uh, instincts are really good as to how he's. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's not amateurish. It's no. just experimental. Yeah, he's just like, really. <laughs> he tried to answer his own phone, and we suddenly <laughs> found ourselves talking to dead air for a while there, which is probably best for me sometimes. You just shut me up every now and then. So it's his very nice way of saying, all right, Drift Class, just shut the fuck up. Okay? <laughs> I'm hanging up I now. I got it. I got it. You're smart, and Republicans suck. Yeah, we get it. Moving on. Moving on. Yeah. I don't think Adam would get tired of hearing that. He says that a lot, no. too. So, But anyway, it's, it's a great show, and he's really working hard on it, and uh, you should go listen. So, And we were yeah. on. We were on for a segment. Uh, last Saturday, so and it was in, very in fun. Case, it was very fun. In case you guys haven't noticed, um, there there has been a very steady, slow not migration, but dual citizenship being established between college radio, yeah. podcasting. It it is it it does have the feel of blogging two thousand and three. Yeah, it really yeah. does. Like everyone's sort of finding each other and getting connected, and that's great. We're really and glad to be a part of that dawn of of this new medium. Let's face it, podcasting is too new to be rebelled against. <laughs> I guess yeah. so. Well, we want to thank Adam Klugman for having us on. And if anyone listened in or um, heard the rumors, I really did say that about Callista Gingrich. Yes, so yes you I really went really, there. You really did. <laughs> around and around and around she goes. She I did. I said I, I should tell people. I, I said what I say on my blog, which is... I felt that I was entitled to grab her by the short hairs and swing her around over my head. So, uh-huh. and I do. So, you know, proverbially speaking, uh, two things. First of all, we want to thank everyone who has contributed so far to our Netroots Nation trip. Thank you so much, everyone that's dropped five bucks in the hat to help us uh, drive to Netroots Nation. We're very grateful to you. If you've been putting it off and you wish to give five bucks to us uh, to help us pay for our trip to Netroots Nation, this is the week to do it. It takes a while for PayPal to transfer funds to a place where we can spend them. So, And since we're leaving in, like, what, 20 days, I think yeah. it is? Yeah, we're leaving in 20 days. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, please, please, if you're going to contribute to that, we appreciate so much any amount, and we Love our five dollar contributors, so please do that now. And, and just so you know, that our we did, in fact, pitch a couple of panels, and those yeah. have now been officially punted. Right. So we will not be. Um, there we will not be on any, any panels. Yep. 
Yeah, we will, we will, would not be in there in any capacity other than, you know, shiftless, hippie <laughs> civilians, um, which means we'll have a lot of time to hang out in the hallway. and Yeah, know, get to know people, people and talk to people. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So, And we will be podcasting from Netroots Nation. It might not be particularly polished, but right. I think we'll do a few little podcasts and let people know what's going on and, and that we're there and what we've seen and heard and learned so far. So... Uh, for for some, sure, we'll do a podcast that weekend. We might I, we might do some Photoshop pointers in the hallway. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? We might have our but, laptops open and doing some photoshopping. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'd look forward yeah. to that. And uh, the kids will be with us till Friday at eleven, and then they'll be oh, gone. So, yeah. and that's I'm when the honeymoon begins. So. <laughs> <laughs> Issue number two. We got a great letter this morning, and we get great emails from you guys if you want to email us we are at proleftpodcast at gmail.com uh, but we got a letter from a listener named bill and bill had a very good question i thought yeah you know you lose a lot of battles being a liberal means losing a lot of battles yeah yeah well and, here's here's his question yeah. in theory and in reality how hard is it to undo the legislative raping going on in wisconsin michigan all the insane states with recalls coming up soon and bigger ones in 2012, is it feasible for someone to run on a basic platform of what that guy did? I'm going to undo all that stuff. I've heard it said that it's a lot harder to undo legislation once it's signed into law, but that's from conventional wisdom, which hasn't been too reliable these days. Mm-hmm. Do you want to respond to that first, or should I well, say what I wrote to him, or how do you, you want? You go ahead and you you jump on in first. It's still like a couple sentences, yeah. Um, I said, for many things, it's going to be tough, particularly in states where the courts have been stacked with conservatives, either by vote or by edict. And believe me, elected judges are some of the among some of the worst in terms yeah. of uh, right wing craziness. So that's going to be a big challenge in terms of overturning legislation. To my mind, the big one that we have to work on most urgently is voter registration, uh, limits yeah. on voter registration. Limits on, you know, all these voter ID bills. There's one in Wisconsin. There's been some in Kansas. If we get the Congress back, which I think at this point is likely, I think we need a new Voting Rights Act. Um, Particularly decreeing that states cannot infringe on the rights of college students to vote and non-drivers to vote. I think all of this, every all the craziness that's going on right now is going to backfire on the GOP big time, particularly as we look at college students whose politics is forming itself in their psyches right now. This is when mm-hmm. people form their politics at this age, 25 yep. or so. And what are they seeing? <laughs> well, what they're seeing is this party that says, no sex and no jobs for you. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it. And it's, you know, the face of John McCain with the boots mm-hmm. stomping on their libidos <laughs> forever. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Very good. It really and, is. And, and and saying that that conversely, all we care about since and this is not I'm not this is not saying anything about senior citizens. Some of my best friends and relatives and nicest people I know are senior citizens. Yeah. But politically, uh, exactly like the last time they tried to destroy Social Security, what they're saying is, if don't worry, if you're over 55, we won't fuck you. Yeah. Right. We'll only, we'll only screw your adult children and their kids. Yeah. And what? If you're 20 or 30, what you're seeing is a party that says, fuck you. You're under you know? the bus. You're absolutely under the bus, yeah. You, and we are not going to take one dime away from oil companies or no. our corporate sponsors 
to make life easier for you in any way. Period. You are you are electorally expendable because we have a really short time horizon. We figure if we just if we just bum rush through all of this really draconian, vicious, fascistic legislation fast, 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 and lock it down, then we can we can retire Mm -hmm. because it'll never be undone. And, which is exactly what Bill's um, email was saying. Yeah, um, yeah. But as you know, you want to go on with your response, or you want me to jump? Well, in? I think that that was basically my response: is that this, you know, it may take ten years yeah. for us to undo a lot of this stuff. Well, and but, that was exactly my response to Bill. Yeah, yeah. Which was, uh, I agree with everything you say, and there was a lot of horrific Jim Crow laws on the books in a, <laughs> in a lot of states. Right. That was being enforced by the courts and the cops by day and by lynch mobs and bombings by night. Mm-hmm. And and oftentimes those two, those two groups were the same. Were the same people, yeah. yeah a lot of the Klan who, people were law enforcement in the yeah. Deep South. You know, that and, absolutely Which is why you, you didn't go to the cops. You know, right. There's no one to turn to. I mean, my favorite, you know, in, in a perverse sort of way, is Loving versus Virginia because right. it, it is such a perfect summary of – the perversion of Christianity and the, the racism of the South, the racism, and it's the institutional arrogance of racist and, and white privilege, class privileged people who say God wants it to be this way. Therefore, these laws are just. All those yeah. things were on the books. You know, uh, it was in my lifetime, it would have been illegal for me to marry my ex-wife yeah. in lots of American states, not a thousand years ago. In my lifetime, that was true. Let alone going and, to a restaurant together. You yeah. know, it, even even going into a restaurant yeah. together would be impossible in many states. Absolutely. And if you and if you ran against those things, you were dead meat. Um, yeah. George, people people sometimes forget George Wallace, the first time out of the box, ran as a technical reformer. He yeah. he was a the NAACP endorsed candidate, and he got killed by. Um, Jim, what's his name? Who who beat him? Uh, Patterson. Patterson. Peterson. Yeah. Patterson. I, I I should have looked it up beforehand, but I'm pulling this out of memory. Um, and he email us his, a correction, everybody, because I know you will. <laughs> but but Wallace went out and hired the most violent. Went out and hired the Klan. Yeah. And he he went out and hired the most violent, literal murdering, bomb throwing um, wing of the Klan. And yeah. George Wallace became very much like the rest of the Republican Party in the modern era. George Wallace became a racist because it was electorally necessary yep. to get yeah. him power. He pandered to people, and it worked. He went from the despised loser reformer who wanted to change the system for the better to the beloved racist governor in in, in two elect, electoral cycles, I believe. And he did it by repainting himself as, an, as, as the most racist guy in the room. Yeah. That is American history. That is true. And if you ran as a reformer, if you ran as, as somebody who wanted to change the system, you got killed, sometimes literally got killed. And you know what? All that changed. Yep, it you know, did. One protest at a time, one bus ride at a time, one murder at a time, let's be honest, one bombing at a time, one lynching at a time, one television camera at a time, one beat-up reporter at a time, one astonished northern conservative good white bread family learning that this was going on in their country at a time because they didn't believe this was really happening. They they couldn't believe this was really in America because nobody ever talked about it. And all that shit changed. Now, that the sentiment is still there. The hatred is still there. This is the modern Republican Party. This is the bare teeth, blood-stained reality that is the base of the Republican Party. These are the people who run the party now. Yeah. But all yeah. that shit's gone now. All that shit is gone now. 
and all the judges who supported it are gone and all the legislators who supported it are gone. And they might want to come back. They might hunger for those good old days. But those good, good old days ain't ever coming back. Yep. Never. Never coming back. And that changed in America and it changed because of the long game. Right, right. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, it's not – I mean, this is something that my ex talked about being, you know, former president of the ACLU of Alabama, which is it became unfashionable mm-hmm. to be a racist. That became bad for business, bad for the economy, you know, the tourism. Mm-hmm. And so people went underground with it, frankly. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> you know, the uh, – <laughs> The Southern Poverty Law Center started going after these guys' assets. Yeah. And that destroyed them. Yeah. And not, you know, trying to call them bad people, but just saying, well, okay, we want damages. You killed somebody? We're going to take your building. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and, you know, the mother of the kid you murdered, the black kid you murdered, is going to own your building now. You know, and that's, that happened. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I think that well, needs to happen to Breitbart too. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> I'm looking forward I, to having his assets gone. The, the Southern Poverty Law Center learned how to win. Yeah, yeah. You know, I ran a little clip, uh, probably the tenth time I've run it from from uh, from um, the Untouchables, from, from the David Mamet. Yeah. Everybody knows where the booze is, yeah. Mister Mister Ness. That's not the problem. The Are problem is nobody to wants it? to cross Capone. Right. And right, right now, nobody wants to fucking cross the Republican Party. The Tea Party. party. And no one wants to cross the Tea, the tea party. party. Yeah. yeah. David Gregory doesn't want to fucking cross the Tea Party. Nope. nope. And that's the problem. And we are the people. We are the, you know, the, the <laughs> despised, fringe, loony, hippie fringe that's usually right about most things. We're the ones who are going to end up having to take on Capone. Yeah. And that's just reality. But what you said resonated so well because what you said about your ex saying – that it got to be bad for, for business, got yeah, to be bad for yeah. tourism to be a racist. By the same token, it is now no longer cool to be a Republican. Right, right. You know, yeah, that's that's where they're going down. How embarrassing, little- yeah, that you're you're actually thinking that way. I don't know anyone under 30 who's thinking that way. It's yeah, completely you know? uncool. You know who the face of the Republican Party is? It's Representative Virginia Fox, who's now attaching abortion riders to every bill she can get her hands on. Because she had a really tough race last year, you know, where people people during debates said, God gave us a brain, <laughs> and people <laughs> applauded. Oops. Yeah. So, you know, and, and so well, now she has, she's yeah. she's got a... You know, rush to her her rabid base of like like they all are with the abortion thing. You know, as long as They've I've got, got the abor- anti-abortion vote, then I'll be okay. You know, because that's no place left to go. That's and, the only what, place they have know, left to go. Yeah. I hate to quote rock and roll lyrics, but <laughs> you know, if you're under if you're under a certain age, and it doesn't have to be a physical age, but if you know, the younger you are, the you know, the more you resonate with the idea of what's so funny about peace, love, and understanding. Yeah. Well, and and I was watching a pro-Planned Parenthood video and the number of women who were on this on the mall marching for Planned Parenthood who got all their health care from Planned Parenthood and they were 23, 24, 26 years old. Well, I don't have insurance. Of course I get my birth control from Planned Parenthood. That's the only place I can afford to go. Uh-huh. You know, and it's not, but it's not a question of, well, why are you having sex? You can just see Virginia yeah. Fox out there with her hands on her hips. Who's a Martian? Yeah, These people, she's a fucking alien. You yeah, know, like, who what the fuck the, is this? Who are you? Yeah, 
you know. Don't you understand reality? And the, the answer is, of course they don't. Of no. course they don't understand America. Yeah. They understand this, this small, this increasingly isolated island of racism and paranoia that is yeah. the conservative yeah. movement. Yeah. That's all yeah. they understand. And they have to go, go deeper and deeper. It's okay, Virginia Fox. We really do believe God is watching you when you masturbate. And that's why we have a God, because nobody else wants to watch. <laughs> nobody. That requires the, the power. <laughs> it requires an power. intervention from the deity. Absolutely. Well, that, that requires the awesome ability to suppress your gag reflexes. <laughs> that only God has. And, and when you think about it, really, I, I'm, I'm quite serious. Um, you know, the younger, the younger the person is, in my experience, the more they are, they resonate with the idea of helping people, with being yes, compassionate, right. being decent human being, with with the idea that we should all get together and try to help each other for God's sakes, because that's what we're supposed to do. They 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 haven't learned yet that you're supposed to give up on that. Because yeah, you're supposed you're, to screw your neighbor in order to get yeah. yours. Yeah, yeah. Haven't figured that no, out we yet. like so electric much. cars. Are you kidding well, me? You know? Well, no, I'm, I'm thinking when they hear Eric Cantor yeah. saying, you know, yeah, we'll pay for tornado victims, but first we have to cut, you know, someone else. We have to cut oh, no, electric gonna, cars. We're not yeah. going to cut, you know, oil Oil subsidies. subsidies, no, no. But if you're if you're suffering from tornadoes, sure we'll give you some help as long as you're willing to take food out of someone else's mouth. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, no, and it, they did. They cut the clean list. car program by a hundred and fifty million dollars, and then only gave a million to FEMA. So fifty well, million just they, got cut for the sake of cutting. No, because Eric Cantor is a soulless. Yeah, fuck. yeah, he is. And, and in his party, being a soulless fuck is a virtue. It gets you but ahead. You, yeah. It gets you elected. But when you turn that face to someone who's, let's say, 25, 24, 23, Eric Cantor being the soulless fuck that he is, thinks it's fun and cool and sort of, you know, tough and responsible. Yeah, it's responsible, tough love. Yeah. To, To tell people who have had everything taken away from them that you'll get some little help from your government, but but you have to agree to help me fuck over someone else to get that from me. And no, we're not going to touch a dime that we give to the oil companies. That's not going to happen. Now, that might play in right. Sister Fuck Arkansas. Pardon me, but that's my favorite town in America, and I'm just going to keep using it. <laughs> now that somebody bitched at you about yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> that, might, that might play in the trailer trash regions and the, and the, the you know, gated communities that vote for a soulless fuck like Eric Cantor. But you tell some 23-year-old who 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 – thinks about working for Habitat for Humanity over the summer or has gone down. Oh, well, the number of good Christians who work for Habitat is astonishing. Yeah. You tell you them know? that story, you, you pitch that shit to them, yeah. they will they will avoid you like the fucking plague, like yeah. your nuclear flesh-eating virus. And that's and, well, Because and you are. I mean, that's Party, exactly what it's become. Are. Yeah. And, and so the Republicans have already thrown away the Hispanic vote. They've thrown away the black vote. They've thrown away women, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. Um, and they've thrown away seniors who are terrified, yeah. you know, a certain segment of you who are terrified. These guys really are just going to throw them in the streets and watch them die and dance on their graves. Mm-hmm. And now they're throwing away the next generation of voters. Yep. And so you got to wonder, you know, this Who's is what left? happens yeah. when you get into a death spiral as a political movement. They're, they're turning into, uh, you know, they've, they have turned into almost a suicide cult. Well, and, and someone said that on Twitter tonight that uh, – you know, lemmings don't jump off the cliff. They're pushed by pe- by the lemmings that are just behind them, and it's yep. a cycle. And that's what the Tea Party is. It's yeah. it seems like it's a very small group of very inexperienced, very unserious. If I can if I can use the David Gregory word, <laughs> yeah, 
fundamentalists who who really don't get the way the world works and that there are disasters where um actually I was talking with someone a, a Republican acquaintance of mine after Katrina and she was agreeing with me that you know even if you are the most virulent anti-government person you still want the, if you're a a core constitutionalist i only want an unamended constitution and the government should only do these things then you want the government to have an intelligent national defense mm-hmm. and do the wars right yep socialism <laughs> that's what it is it's socialism well that you want you want them to do the wars right because that is in the original constitution having a military and you want Provide them the to defense. right and you want them to you want the government the, to respond in national disasters. Promote the general welfare. Yeah. That's what we're supposed – that's what the, the fucking founding and it, fathers wrote. And George W. Bush screwed up by invading the wrong country and failed on Katrina. He did. And so he didn't even get the things right about government that the hardcore anti-government people thought he should get right. Yeah, and he, now we have the Tea Party doing exactly the same thing. Well, he withdrew the, the concept of government. Yeah. Government is a complete fucking failure, mm-hmm. which has just been a complete through line until you blow up a federal building every now and then. And then they, oh, no, we didn't mean that. Yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah you kind of did. But government is a complete and utter failure about, of everything and should, should not be involved in your life in any way, unless your name's Terry Schiavo. Yeah, yeah. And, and so he, he, you know, the Bush administration went wildly overboard when it came to intruding into your privacy taking away your liberties, taking away your personal freedoms, sticking its big fat nose in the middle of a marriage, mm-hmm. writing special laws for one person, person yeah. one person, and at the same time, tap dancing about how, yeah, you don't need government in FEMA disasters. That's not necessary. Yeah, well, you know, just freak a fuck the government. And those activist judges, you know, remember, remember when we had things in this country called Justice Sundays? Yes. When a bunch of, a bunch of conservative Bible-thumping Bible meat sticks would would hop around on one leg and scream about those activist judges who were, I believe, they from said, a church pulpit. Yes, yeah, from a church who who were who were more dangerous to America than a few bearded terrorists. Yeah, we were told by someone like Pat Robertson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that you know I I already lived through those times, so none of this bullshit sticks to me because I know these are just a bunch of lying hucksters who are playing to an ever diminishing group of bigoted old angry white people. Who are eventually just going to die and leave us the fuck alone. And then we'll have different problems, and that's fine. But for now, we're stuck with these clowns. And and the best we can do, I think, is fight a good battle every day. And remember, we're in this for the long game. Well, and we won in New York 26. Yeah. So it's not – which you know should have been impossible, Everyone, as everyone has said. So uh, keep the faith and have hope. And the other thing I want to say about this – just in kind of in closing, because I think I think we're running out of time. For God's sake, keep your sense of humor. I had I've noticed this past week and and actually the past month that as the Republican Party continues to decay rapidly, uh, that the temptation to turn on each other within the progressive movement. Oh yeah. <laughs> Is just yeah, kind of yeah. exploding because there's really no one to fight. 
on the other side. They're all just such a bunch of complete bozos that, you know, we've seen that with Cornell West. You know, you know, <laughs> my you brother, know, Blue Gal, you know, Sister Blue Gal. I love him. That's the problem. He is such a crazy motherfucker. And I love him. I well, love he's, Cornell he's what, West. He's what a he's what a tenured Harvard crazy fucking professor should be. Well, and I, when I say crazy, he's, I mean that in a good way. He's a radical, yeah. and he should be a radical. And I'm he's not trying radical. to be patronizing. I'm really not. I, no. I, I think somebody needs to say what he said, and he's the one to say it. Right. <laughs> but that doesn't. I don't want to join. Exactly. I don't no. want to. I'm not going to march behind him. But but I want him there <laughs> right. saying the shit that needs to be said. And I'm glad he's getting the attention he is because that's why he's doing it. I mean, he's he's not somebody who shies. Oh, no, no, I have nothing to say to this microphone. Because because his acting career in The Matrix is over. Exactly. Facts, no less. That ain't ever going to happen again. That was a one-off, my friend. Man, uh, that was a shock to see him in The Matrix 2 or whichever one it was, but yeah. Uh, I think I agree we have to keep our sense of humor. See, the thing about being a blogger, Blue Gal, the thing about being a single shingle blogger, you can't fire me. Yes, right. You can't get rid of me. I'm not a member of any law. threaten your job. You'll never work on your blog again. Oh, yeah, really? (laughs) And I feel absolutely within my rights to criticize my own people. Every bit as much as I criticize anybody else. We have criticized on this podcast and on our own sites President Barack Obama pretty thoroughly. We also praise him when he's worthy of praise. But it's, you know, I am a liberal, so I tend to be biased towards giving liberals Mm -hmm. the benefit of the doubt and giving Democrats the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. Maybe, uh, Maybe too much, I don't think to a fault. But I will criticize my own side. Whenever I feel it's necessary. Oh, and if I can interject for a moment, because I was thinking about that this week as to why these loyalty oaths are so necessary on the Republican side. And why is it that we progressives to the, le- the left flank of the Democratic Party is so reviled within the Democratic Party? You know, and yeah. why are we so ignored? And why, you know, why did we have to form our own media in order to be heard? And... It really boils down to the anti-authoritarian nature of being a liberal. I know. And that's yeah. it. I know. It really, it, we don't respect anybody. No. We're really, I mean, we, we like people and we love people and, sure. we, and we respect their positions. Sure. But there's nobody who is so perfect that if they do something completely fucking wonky and stupid and and athwart what we, what we think is – Sure. The right thing, and th- and this applies to you and me. You absolutely, and, me and people have called me out. Doesn't no, no. I mean, I mean, literally, you and I disagree over some things. Yes, we do. There's some positions that you hold I just disagree with. Yep. I don't love you any the less, and I don't. No. Wanna, I don't want to not see you. That's just part <laughs> well, of thank you. Life. Well, and yeah. and I and vice versa. Yeah. It, but yeah. it's part of being a grown up. You know, I mean, you know, no one's going to share your position 100. percent Man, he used to be a liberal. I guess he's just another fucking Obama bot. Man, it used to be about the music. Man, he betrayed us. I thought I knew the dude, but it turns out he's just another wannabe. Unless you want to pay me to be your fucking high priest, and I mean, pay me really well. I ain't joining your cult. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, sorry. That's – that's this is the only thing I get out of being a liberal. Well, and I I had a debate this week with uh, a guy on Twitter whose handle is TV Hilton. 
uh, who had some very good advice for prog bloggers, as he called them, in terms of being issue-focused and uh, trying to communicate uh, in ways that would get people to agree with you about things rather than being always so combative all the time, but really try to find common ground and, and, and help that grow. I mean, I think he had some really good advice. But one of the tweets he had was, if you use the term punching hippies, you're part of the problem. Yeah. And yeah. I really took yeah. issue with that. He said, well, first of all, that's just whining. And no. I said, no, you're not whining. You're actually describing the person who's doing that. And right. the person who's punching the hippies is pleasing the centrist inside the Beltway bullshit artists and, that's and saying, problem. I'm not part of the progressive base of the Democratic Party. I will not please the base of the Democratic Party. And distinguishing themselves that way. This, with all due respect uh, to a fellow liberal who, was, who I think was making a lot of very good points, I really took issue with what he was saying about about punching hippies because I think you can say that with a sense of humor. Yes, you can. And keep keep it light, and that's why we call ourselves the Professional Left Podcast. Is it's a dig to that claim mentality that you can you know push away the base of the Democratic Party, the citizens who make up this party, and say, well, that's not us. We're much more centrist, which is well, a bunch of bullshit. Well, let, let me interject um, something. Samantha B. Yes. From from the Daily Show mm-hmm. um, said, um, in a tongue-in-cheek on the Daily Show, it was like a, a few days ago, she said, you know, something like, is this Barack Obama's sister soldier moment, or, or whoever it was? <laughs> And it was, and, and John Stewart playing the straight man says, well, maybe you need to explain because, well, sister soldier moment is where you, you attack your own base to prove your bona fides to independence. And she said, yeah. And he said, but, but you're talking about a Republican. So, so, but, but Bill Clinton attacked Democrats. Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, see, that's the thing. If you're a Democrat and you want to prove your bona fides, you attack the liberal base. Yes. If you're a Republican and you want to prove your bona fides, you, you attack, attack the, the liberal, liberal base. base. In fact, <laughs> You know, everybody attacks liberals. Yeah. Nobody likes them. You yeah. know, and that's the point. But that's the point. The point wasn't whining about, oh, they're abusing me. That's irrelevant. You've missed the whole point. The point is, the the idea that the only way you gain status and credibility in the eyes of the media is mm-hmm. by beating up on liberals. Yeah, is the problem. Well, that and that's a problem. Yeah, and I didn't say this on Twitter, but my point is that if someone calls me a misogynist slur to my face, if they call me the C word or if they use the N word to describe mm-hmm. someone and they really mean it, mm-hmm. that's about them. Yes, exactly. It's not. Exactly. It doesn't touch me at all if someone no. calls me the C word. It doesn't no. touch me at all. And so it's all about them. And right. that's but, what hippie punching is as well. But it might be, and I hate God how I hate to use this phrase, and if Tina Fey hadn't used it first, I wouldn't because <laughs> I love Tina Fey. We love Everyone Tina Fey. But it, that's a teachable moment. Yeah. You know, when you see someone just gratuitously you know, going way the fuck out of their way to, to punch an imaginary liberal yes. over an imaginary offense – to draw a completely false equivalence to take blame away from the fact that the Republicans have done another atrocity, committed some other huge crime that the person who's involved, who's the speaker, 
doesn't want to admit that is a moment that is lost in our media when a real journalist would stop and say, well, wait a minute. Yeah. What you just did, the actual action you just did, the alibi you just tried to create for your group, for your horrible action, that is the problem. Yep. The fact that you get to get away with making up an enemy that's completely fictional yeah. and then yeah. blaming them for your problem like right. Newt Gingrich does every fucking day of his life. Yep. That action is the problem. And the fact that you are allowed to get away with that by David Gregory and David Brooks and Andrew Sullivan is the fucking problem. That's the problem, yeah. And, and we shorten that in shorthand to hippie punching. Yeah. And that's yeah. all that is. So a little And bit it's of not whining lesson. and it's not about my feelings. No. And that it really, no. I swear to you, it is not about my feelings. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> trust Guys, me. <laughs> you can trust me. Blue Gal is way too secure in her <laughs> self-image to give a shit about you calling her a C-word. Yeah. Yeah, I could not care less how Robert Gibbs thought of us or treated us or talked about us while he was the president's press secretary. I don't care. I thank him for the amusing title of our podcast. Thank you for being timely, Robert. Yeah, it was fantastic. And we will never forget you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really, we will never forget you, but... You know, it's not, oh, he was mean to us. It's, oh, it has no. nothing to do with it. It's about calling out that behavior. He hurt my feet. No, he didn't. I, I don't care. Oh, so don't say it's punching hippies because you're just being a whiner. No, I'm not. I'm saying that guy is part of the centrist bullshit beltway problem mm-hmm. he that sure is. doesn't allow truth to get out into the media because he's serving something else period mm-hmm. so and, and on, on a final note blue guy yeah. you know who you don't hear a lot about anymore bob dole <laughs> no, bob dole bob dole no Rents Priebus. Where is Rents Priebus? We have where to the, find him. Where the fuck is Rents Priebus going? <laughs> hey, Rents Priebus, it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> Rents Priebus, your life is... Come better. back to us, Rents Priebus. It, co- it gets better, we swear. <laughs> yeah. If you fuck up bad enough, they'll give you a job at MSNBC. Yeah. <laughs> they will. You can be on Rachel. <laughs> you can and she'll treat you real nice. She'll be real nice to you. Oh, oh that's on that great. Note. On that note, hey, thank you for listening. We love our listeners, and particularly, I want to thank everyone who's gone to our page at the iTunes store, scrolled to the bottom, and rated and reviewed our podcast. We now have 88 ratings, and I think we're starting to get noticed by iTunes, which is one of our goals. So we really appreciate that. Thank you so much. We love our iTunes listeners. It will be the first time I get noticed without taking my pants off. <laughs> Thank you. That's all I'm going to say. He's in Chicago, people, and I'm down here in the rainy cornfield, so I don't know if his pants are on or off at this point. It's totally normal in Chicago, Blue Gal. Okay. You know, when, in Rome, when in Rome, take your pants take off. Take your pants so off. All right. We have an email address. Again, our email address is proleftpodcast at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. Feel free to write us anytime. We got a great email from a late, an expat woman in Ireland. 
giving us firsthand knowledge as to the president's visit to Ireland, yeah. which was really was, fun to kind of get that immediacy. We really had a good time. Very with cool. Yeah. Hearing from her. We have a website, professionalleft.blogspot.com, where you can listen to past episodes for free with no download and no registration. At that website, professionalleft.blogspot.com, there is an opportunity for you to drop five bucks in the hat. Uh, we are getting ready to go to Netroots Nation, and that deadline is fast approaching if you were planning on helping us out for our trip to Netroots Nation. Now is the time. There is also... Get an oil change before we go. <laughs> um, also at our website there is a an address with a P.O. box if you would prefer to donate by snail mail and check rather than electronically. Uh, we take your contribution either way. Thank you very much. And just to so you know, this, we have a, a very loose one-page set of notes that we work from. So to keep this fresh and natural and conversational, we do this fresh and naturally and conversationally every week. So sometimes we forget things and sometimes things get overlooked and sometimes I talk too much. But I think the benefits outweigh the uh, defects. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. If we forget something or – I yeah. constantly forget Virginia Fox's name. And then I remember you keep telling me it's a good porn name, double X. It's so. a great porn name. What are you kidding me? Yeah. A great porn name. All she needs is three X's on the end of that. <laughs> totally, forget. totally porn. Really, you should yeah. take all the Samantha Fox songs mm-hmm. from the 80s <laughs> and put her in make a – Virginia Fox. Do, uh-huh. do, 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 do. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. Okay. That's a frightening <laughs> thought. Yeah. So how are the Internet Kitties doing this week? Uh, the Internet Kitties have a statement they'd like to read, Blue Gal. And the statement is as follows. Anyone quoting anything the Internet Kitties ever said on one of these podcasts is lying. Let's think about living. Let's think about loving. Let's think about the hooping and the hopping and the bopping and the loving, loving, dubbing. Let's forget about the whining and the crying, the shooting and the dying, and the fellow with a switchblade knife. Let's think about living. Let's think about life. This podcast is recorded under a Creative Commons license. Copyright 2011, Drip Glass Blue Gal Podcast. One more time and, and be really quiet and then say it and think of every word. Ready? The Professional Left Podcast of Drip Glass and Blue Gal. There you Award winning bloggers. <laughs> Drift glass and blue gal. Talk about politics. Talk about politics from the left. From the left. This podcast is not safe for work. This podcast is not safe for work. <laughs> That's perfect. Put your mom back on.